episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is episode seven. Dude. Yeah. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to 2003 UB303, the podcast. I'm Andrew, and Matt and I are pumped to be moving on to the song Venus in this next episode. Essentially, acknowledging that if the main idea from Mercury is that we have access to the deeper depths and fuller fullness of life through Jesus, then the main thrust of Venus is like, okay, so what are we going to do with that? So uh, thanks for joining us for the conversation again. Yeah, we're, we're rolling. So this is statement two. This is Venus. We're starting to talk about Venus, uh, which is based on Salvador's statement two, which says, we are all broken people who are being restored and we value everyone who shows up. So let's just talk a little bit about that and then we can jump into the, the song itself. Um, just just want to clarify that the it is true that we... Like the world is messed up, it's a broken world, um, and, and that's, that's, it's good to acknowledge that. But uh, the emphasis of this is that we're being restored. And, and really, um, I think that this whole story or this whole song is this, this story of kind of my, it's like my journal basically of like coming around to this idea of wait, like God is active and real and I have a part in that. And, and, yeah. and, um, and it's not just like, Oh, I'm I'm so weak, but he is strong. That's that's true, but let's not dwell there. Let's like, yeah, but God's like doing a work in me, and I'm sure at some point throughout the rest of this, well, you know, I'll I'll pop in the we're more than conquerors, or we overwhelmingly conquer through him, and like like these things of of the the taking seriously our active role in being restored and bringing his restoration to others, um, and and just as a Another aside, I guess, just the last part of that is like we value everyone who shows up is just a part of that of like wherever people are in their um, their walk of faith or not a walk of faith, like part of our church is just like we value everyone. Like if you're here, I mean, it's a small group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just like if you're here, we're in. Like we, we like that. That's that's enough of a. There's not some hoop you got to jump through. Like the hoop you jumped through was just like walking into the building. Yeah, you, you <laughs> say like, hi. Yeah, yeah. Right, now, now you're here. Like, yep. you're part of it. <laughs> let's do this, you know. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's dig into this life and, and do it together and grow. And there's not, like, a specific, I don't know, culture, subculture, genre of life. Is that a thing? Can you have genres of life? Um, there's not something Maybe. more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it's just, like, I think at times we were pretty specific with, like, Kind of oh this is like who we are as a like an outward identity of like we look this way or we're this age oh, sure, or whatever yeah. and it's just mm-hmm. like well yeah sure there's times where you know just ebbs and flows of life put people together like that but um, really again like you walk in the door like you're part of this so sure. so we value everybody um, let's just let's just grow together and and um, yeah let Christ do that transformative work in us whatever stage we're at or wherever we're at in life so. Uh, yeah, is that, that's, that's a good, good good start. That's great. All right, yeah. so so set me up. What so we, yeah, yeah. so this whole thing <clears throat> it comes out of a story, like a real events from our lives. So I think uh, a good place to start. Four years ago, uh, Tim and Molly, a couple in our church, and they had been trying to have kids for some time, um, and just weren't able to. There's some medical reasons that were, they were given. Uh, but they just still really wanted to stand in faith and see, like, 
this is what we want, and we want to ask God for it and see what happens. And they just felt called to come to the elders of the church, do what which you the and Bible me were says of, you should right? do. Like, and that was so that was you and me. That's so I was there. Andrew is there. Um, at the time, we were elders, and um, and so they came and they just asked us to lay hands on them, and we did. Uh, and that just on like within a month, they were able to share like, yeah, we're pregnant, and um, so it just. It was a beginning to see like, okay, our prayers, our actions, they really do something. Um, and so, yeah, that was one piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And I think like, it's funny for whatever reason, that one was different because it's not like we hadn't prayed for people. <laughs> you know, it's like, what kind right. of church is this? And never, it's like, we, we were doing stuff like, right? Like it wasn't just like this cold start, but but yet it kind of was. It was like something shifted with that where mm-hmm. all of a sudden, um, I don't know if it was like the responsibility that we were taking on of like, oh, wait, this is this is what we're supposed to be doing as leadership or just the actual like, it seemed like indisputably miraculous. You know, like maybe someone's like, I have a headache. It went away. And it's just like to an outside perspective, it's like kind of subjective. Now, right. that being said, I've had headaches that have been prayed for and they've gone away. And it's like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but just like, it's like, there is no baby. Now there's a person in your belly. Like that's, yeah. this is just like crazy, <laughs> you know? Right. So I think there's just some, I don't know, level of magnitude of, of the miraculous happening that was different that just kind of kickstarted something. And maybe part of it was because it was more of a community thing because they brought other people into it. There was, sure. there was more, more hands mm-hmm. on deck, so to speak. Um, so what's the rest of the story? Well, so the the rest of the story is, is that when they... Were you, were you going to say something else? <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. Uh, that when... So it came time for giving birth, and the birth was actually very traumatic. Uh, that And there was like a, uh, I think, over two-week period in the hospital that just like the the fallout of just like it being a traumatic birth. But like the whole process just Molly had shared was like a very personal attack that she felt because they felt like this had been a child that had been given from the Lord. They've named her Eliana, which means God hears, which is an answer to prayer. And they felt like the whole process was got was Satan saying, No, he doesn't. He the process say, of like the birth process. The birth process. So yeah, 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 exactly. Um and so that, that whole period was just like a really like emotional, spiritual struggle of like holding on to faith. Like, did God really hear us? Is this is he as good as he says he is, or is Satan just going to take this away from us? Um, and so it was just pushing through and believing, like, no, God really does hear us, and keeping on holding on faith that everything's going to be okay. If you fast forward to present day, everything's totally <laughs> fine. Like, they're both everyone's really healthy. Um, there's no detriment from the birth but yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's like the first part praying for this child to be conceived was like well this is cool but the second part of like when this tragedy strikes the way that our church just like rallied to pray for them and care for them and i mean even the the songs that we were singing like i remember jen picking out like this song take back mm-hmm. of, like just specifically about that of like, no, we are, we are not gonna like. I mean, this is, I don't, for lack of a better way to say it, like let Satan bully us like this, and just like, um, 
like, wait, who, whose side are we on or who's on our side? Like God is for us. He is on our side. Like this is like, we're taking a stand on this. And, and so I think that's both, both things, but the second part really is kind of where this song starts to form in my brain of, of these ideas of that, that exact thing of like, wait, we have an enemy, but we have more than he has mm-hmm. against us. Mm-hmm. And let's get like a little bit in his face about it. And like, no, you, you're not allowed to do this. Um, and, and, it, and of course it's never one or in this case two, you know, singular event things. It's like all these other things are happening in, in my life, in my brain around this time too. Um, so my own daughter, um, who is just a little bit older than Eliana, um, like when, when, I don't know, maybe we were about halfway through her um, term and, and she, we got like some ultrasound tests that said there's a bunch of complications. So she had right. two like blood vessels instead of three and they were, there was some like weird kidney growth things that we had to keep an eye on and they were markers that, that maybe there was other genetic disorders associated with that and all these things. And so we just asked people to pray too. And I remember my brother calling me and and Katie and and he's like, well, I'm calling to pray for you guys. And but then he's just like, but I'm gonna pray different than you probably are expecting. Like I'm gonna speak to the baby. I'm gonna speak mm. to Katie's belly. And like it's just like, yeah, that is that's different than I had grown up hearing, you know. Yeah, right. But yet he he continues on. He's just like commanding these things in Jesus' name. And again, she comes to full term. Like no doctor mentioned anything like when she's born like oh that's yep that got out of the way it's like it wasn't even a question it was just like yep here's a healthy baby cool keep going Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. it's like so all this is happening within I don't know 15 months of each other those three stories but then just other things like just the books I'm picking up or whatever like we ended up watching the Columbia documentary I remember you coming over for that with some other folks from church Mm -hmm. and just seeing Chad Johnson and his gang just the way that they were um not, I mean, yes, they were praying for healing for people, and that's not that is an aspect of this. But it was, um, it's not just healing; it's it's just the way that they were inviting God into just these interactions, and mm-hmm. and just really trying to see like how can I love this person, stop for this person, hear their story, care for them, um, and and people are getting saved, people are getting healed, just these neat things. Yeah. Um, and so then, and then he came out with his book, One Thousand Risks, and so I'm reading that, and just all these challenges swirling around in, in my brain. And so then, the opening line then of the <laughs> song is like, "I'm kicking myself because I forget we have an enemy." And I and I, I think even in pretty much every time I sing the song, if I really stop and think about what I'm singing. I can't, I'm kind of kicking myself again because, <laughs> um, and it's not, I, I don't want to be enemy focused. And maybe that's just one of those regrets of going back and picking through your own lyrics is like, um, I kick myself because I forget how good God is too. You know, sure. I, I forget like the inheritance I have in him and that, that he loves me and, and he delights in me and he wants to work through me and he's transforming me and, and all these things um, that, you know, I just think about Romans 12, like be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And just like, man, there's a long ways to go <laughs> with my mind being renewed to just have th- the real reality, a little like we talked about extensively <laughs> with Mercury, of just this this spiritual mm-hmm. dimension and this like what is more real of that pressing in 
to my conscious and not just my like subconscious or my I'll think about it when I come across a verse or a quote that I like, but just like, is this how I'm actively living? Mm-hmm. Man, I'm kicking myself. And and it's not like, I'm not, it's not a shame thing. It's just like, oh, but I want to live in that spot. I want to live out of like remembering who God is and seeing him actively work. He's working. So like seeing him actively working all over the place. And and so that's that's where it starts. Um, that's where the song starts. Well, and I like how you mentioned like you, you're kicking yourself because you forget that you have an enemy, but you're also kicking yourself because if you bring it full term, like if you restore the whole picture, you for, we also lose sight of the fact that we have such a good God who is actually present and with us and like gives us power to do something about it, you know? Yeah, in, uh, even in face of the enemy? Yeah, or just, yeah, because yeah. I think, to, like you mentioned, like when your brother called and said, hey, I'm going to pray a little differently, like... When you start like praying and calling, speaking against things and like speaking to things and telling them to be restored, there's two things that I feel like have to happen. Is like you have to embrace that you're actually doing something when you say those things, <laughs> which is like yeah. Yeah, for yeah. most of us who live right now in the world where we are, like that's totally abstract. Mm-hmm. And I think if you only, but you also have to embrace that there's a good God who's with you who's going to like do something about it when you speak into it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, think, I can't just say that. Right. It's like, yeah, I'm speaking to a womb here. Like that, yeah. I, can't, I can't do that because I'm me. I do that because God's in me, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but like it's, it's, it's easy. Uh, well, not neither one of those two things to embrace is necessarily easy. But I think I find myself only grappling with the first part. Like, man, evil's really out there. And... If you only embrace that, then then you just kind of get stuck of like, yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is really crappy and it really sucks. Yeah. But then to take the second step, you're like, but wait, like, there's something that I can do about it because I'm being restored because I have a guy behind me who's restoring me and restoring the world with me and yeah. through me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard, I don't, like, I say a kid, I don't know how old this guy was, but I heard seven. this kid, yeah, exactly, <laughs> talking about just the, the frustration of, you know, he went to some like healing seminar or whatever, and then got all pumped about it. And then, I don't know, found himself in a train station or something like that. And just like surrounded by hundreds of people. And he's just like, everybody needs healing. It's up to me. And she's like, well, no. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like it's, it, it's, you know, yeah. it, it, that you can carry the weight of that. And there is like, I mean, I have heard of different or heard from different, you know, speakers and whatnot talking about this really wrestling with the responsibility of like what mm, mm-hmm. like okay so so we do have this power in us like like God is able to work through us do you stop for every single person or do you catch your flight on time or you know like right. just kind of real things but i just felt sad that like this this guy seemed to have missed this thing and put all the weight on himself and and it's just like well it's great that there's a conviction there that like we can do something about it but we can't shoulder that ourselves cuz we can't ourselves. We can't do it. And so it's like, yeah. yeah, keeping the balance there of like, yes, God is God is the one who does these things and he works through us. So let's keep an attentive eye. Let's be ready to, you know, take a risk and jump out there and maybe do something awkward or pray away we didn't grow up praying or whatever. But yeah. but we're only part of that equation or whatever. So For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Chad Johnson, just and specifically his 1,000 Risks, um, he had this line pretty early on in the book. Um, I mean, the, a lot of the book is really talking about fighting your fear of stepping out and taking a risk, right? Sure. And, yeah. and in order to fight that fear, we have to know who we are and who God is. And, and 
what he has for us and, and these types of things. And mm-hmm. so um, that really resonated with me. I've found out that I think a lot of this thing of of wreck, you know, kicking myself because I have an enemy or remember, you know, remembering I forget that I have an enemy is like, that's true, but it's also like this thing inside of me of like, and then I can do something about it. Like and a little bit like we just said, mm-hmm. um, but not that I can, but that like I should. And then it's, uh, it's better to do something than not. I mean, like just really simple things. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> but like he talks about like the fear of disapproval um, and, and just like, you know, oh, if I like step out to ask someone like to pray for them or um, if I hear like, you know, his, one of his things that happens a lot is I like get like a word of, you know, something he has to say. And it's just like, yeah. this might be weird, like to just walk up and say that. And, and I'm, I'm surprised how much weight that has. And thankfully I feel like it's gotten a lot better for me, but like I've just, the fear of looking weird or like getting it wrong or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like this, this disapproval thing. And so he says like, I think I just thought this was interesting because it ties into what we were talking about last time of the fear of disapproval is most readily overcome by surrender. And just like, well, yeah, we talk about like we, you know, we surrender to Jesus as Lord and just like, okay, when I surrender, it's like, God, you're Lord, like you're, you're it. So I'll do what you put on my heart to do and, and, and not obey the fear in me or the, you know, what's, what are they going to think? or What are they going to say thing? And then he just goes on to say, like, we obey the God we fear. And, and mm. it's just like, oh, that puts a pretty pointed point on it <laughs> or a pretty fine point of just like, I think I'm, I think I'm professing that I am obeying God, but when it comes down to it, my God is, or fear is my God. I've, I've created this idol out of like, I mm. fear what I'm going to look like or if I'm going to get it wrong or what my image is or, you know, the repercussions of, you know, someone might get angry or, or whatever. And thankfully, um, like I literally, like every single time I've offered for someone to pray for, offered someone to pray for them, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Offered to pray for someone. There, we there go. you go. There you go. Except for one time, people are like, yeah. Or at least they're really polite and about refusing, but no one's ever gotten angry. There's this one like total random stranger is like six o'clock in a hotel lobby. PRAM. Uh, AM. Yeah, yeah. Just like That's a bad start. Her, yeah. Car broke down. She was just like visibly upset. You know, just on the phone trying to get, I don't know, a mechanic, a tow, a ride. Just she was start it was a rough start to the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And I just I felt exactly that. I'm like, oh man, that's a rough start to the day. So I was just like I was just like, Can I this is a rough start. Can I pray for you? She's like, I'm not into that. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I'm just like, but that's like, so that's not that angry. No, still. I know, right? It's just like and then she just kinda of stormed away or whatever. It's like, but that's like if that is the worst rejection I have felt, like what have I been waiting for? You know? It's just like sure. and, and of course sometimes it's different with a total stranger in a hotel lobby than it is with like the people you see every day or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, but, but I just think, I don't know, there, there is this huge thing of like, who do you fear and is that, or what do you fear and is that becoming your God? And I think that that's an easy lie for Satan to plant of, of like, well, fear me. Sure. Fear, fear what I can do. And it's just like, oh, wait, who am I obeying now then? You know? And, mm-hmm. and I don't know, it's mm-hmm. just, just kind of interesting. So, um, Speaking of lies and Satan, uh, can, can I move on? Is sure, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just so so. Let's define who this enemy is, right? So so I forget that we have an enemy, and then lies, kills, and kills, and who lies 
and steals and cheats and kills and destroys or whatever Which order is almost I exactly the Bible, but you made it a little bit different. I did. I, I merged and then I added. It's, <laughs> you're not supposed to add to the Bible, right? Well, uh, so. <laughs> it's kind of like so. uh, Peterson, you know, it's, just, it's the message version. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> he just made that up, right? Yeah. No. JK. JK. <laughs> so, no, nah, so, so yeah, so John 10.10, 10, the thief comes uh, to steal and kill and destroy. And then other John that... Satan's the father of lies, and when he speaks, he's speaking. He's speaking lies because that's his native tongue, right? And then, and just cheats in there because I'm sure I read something somewhere about how he, because he, what? Come on, he is. What's he's a, he's a cheater, yeah, yeah, right. And so, so all those things, right? Lying and stealing and killing and destroying and cheating, just like that's that's our enemy. And I think it's really important to remember that because that's going to play. Like I'm just the far reaches of his manipulation and his. Just cheating and deceiving is like it's everywhere, and and mm-hmm. and so we, even in you know the cultural aspects of how we do church or approach God or, or think about our faith or whatever, like so much has been manipulated. It's just really important. We were talking about this in in Mercury too, of just going back to the Word and saying like, okay, but who is God and who am I and and what are these things that are laid out in Scripture and. Um, and really just checking ourselves against like what we might see as culturally normal or even like Christian culturally normal that's just not that's not accurate and is holding us back from mm-hmm. from really pressing into this this fight we got to fight here or get mm-hmm. to do fight one of the two um yeah yeah definitely well so all that to say there's just this whole big old thing here of this is satan and, and he's he's busting the world into a million pieces and you know, it's just, it's all falling apart. I mean, you look around, right? And it's just like, yeah. it's, it's uh, yeah, just the far reaches of, of um, it could be huge things like poverty and, and war crisis and, and, you know, refugees and displacement, stuff like massive, you know, global economic strife or just like these huge things. And it can be like individual things of just like loneliness or depression or anxiety or just not feeling like you have an identity or your identity is being created for you by the people around you. Or right. just, I mean, it's just, it's so everywhere. You you just keep nodding like you have something to say. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's the the world that w- that we all look around and we see, like it just clearly... I think we all resonate deeply with like this is not what we were made for. Like whether you don't yeah. have to like believe in God to even acknowledge just like this is messed up and it just yeah. doesn't seem right. And at the end of the day, like the things that we all long for, like just a good life and peace and whatever, like even just like not on a spiritual level, it just really seems like why why can't we do just why can't we just be good to the each basic, other? Yeah, why can't yeah. we could like why is war necessary? Why we, like all the different things that are just tearing the world apart, they don't seem necessary, but they're so persistent and prevalent. Mm-hmm. And I think it just cries out like that this we're being manipulated or we've just we we're trapped in a loop, a feedback loop that is just like destroying things. And we all resonate like well, this is not the way it's supposed to be, and it's not what we're made for. So, what? How do we get out of this loop? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where the answer comes. Of like, we need to submit to Jesus and just, and then believe like that what He says is true. That He's restoring us and begin to live it out and invite other people into it. Huh? Because 
Maybe this will just be our last line that we can close it, right? Maybe. Is, wait, well, I don't know. Seems about time. <laughs> so, so I can't put it back together again, right? That, that's like what the song's saying, right? Like, sure. like I cannot put this back together again. But I know who can, which to qualify is not saying like I know. Like it's like I like I know like I have a relationship, not just like I know the answer, but it's just like I have a relationship. I know I know who can do this, mm. and I think the much more powerful thing is just like and we belong to him, yeah. right? And and that's the that's the kicker. I think that that like really ties this whole thing together. Again, just a, a line from from One Thousand Risks: um, Identity is knowing who you are, and intimacy is knowing who you belong to. And yeah. I think that like those two things together are really what brings this like brings it home personally of like okay, like no yes I I know who I am like like the more I can know who I am in Christ this is this is important and the more intimate I am with Christ right the more time I spend with Him the more I I listen to His words and let Him put His you know thoughts in my thoughts and heart in my heart and just the more intimate I am with Him like. That's where we start to say that, okay, because I belong to God, I have something to offer to the, this broken world. And it's not up to me to fix it, but because I know who can, then I, I can do something now. And so the, that kind of ushers in the second half of the song is this more actionable piece of like, all right, let's, let's kick the doors down, take some names. Like, <laughs> you know, or, or if, you know, less aggressive, like, let's go love some people, you know, yeah, yeah, um, totally. depending if you're talking about the enemy or the people around us. Um, it's a both hand. Yeah. It's a both hand, yeah. So uh, closing thoughts, or should we just pick it up there next time? We'll just pick it up there next time. That yeah. sounds good. Oh, Jesus, we draw close to you. And it's easy to see the mess we're in. We want it to be just as easy to see that you're the restorer and that you work in us to bring your restoration. Give us eyes to see that and hands and feet that move to meet the needs of the people around us uh, and the power of your spirit that dwells inside of us. Thank you to you, the listener, uh, for hanging out with us again. Uh, Be blessed as God answers that prayer in your life this week. And thanks to those of you who have just let us know that you're listening and let us, you know, some feedback. Um, We appreciate it. We look forward to hearing more soon. Take care.